Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Both teams are three and five. Port Adelaide this morning again. We're on our way back. The Bulldogs looking at their three and five going, she were a long way from where we wanted to be. Dermot Burton, hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, yeah, carnage. I mean, yeah, the next soldier were up, but they ran out of soldiers. There was nobody in the Army Reserve. Um, I looked at it last night, and in the whole, I just think this season might get a little difficult for the dogs. They looked like it was a personnel issue not just you know the way we're playing and that you can always drill into that what's the game style doing what are the what are the players doing are they bringing us up to the level um it just looked like a personnel issue halfway through the the second half and i thought they're running out of people to actually be good enough to take the game away from the opposition and port adelaide have done well and they've improved but but they're not melbourne and uh, an aspiring or what are we talking? We're talking eight games ago. They played in a grand final of the Dogs and they did not look like really taking it away. They had a go in the last quarter when they kept kicking it back in, but they couldn't beat the saturation of numbers. But, yeah, for me, they're, they're, uh, yeah, they're going to run out of personnel. So they're condemned to it being a monumental struggle. Whatever it amounts to this year, yeah. it is going to be a monumental struggle in a year where their aspiration was to live in the top two and finally attack from a position of strength. Yeah, well, that, that was, it's all about redemption. But sometimes you've got to lay the platform before you get the chance at redemption. Their, their platform has been taken away from them, some out of their hands, some at their hand. Um, it just I, I know we can talk about it and we make mention of the, the great players win, you know, midfielders win Brownlows. But the ones you pay really big dollars for are the big blokes at either end of the ground. And the dogs have just run out of them. Yeah, they, they just desperately, and we can, it sounds like a broken record, but they just, they longed for big Josh Bruce last night. And they just longed for a secondary forward. And I think they even played Aaliyah Aaliyah well. And, and I think Port Adelaide almost played into the dog's hands by not playing him, playing him off of, of, um, uh, Norton for a lot of the time and then let him be third man up because it's always going there. Um, yeah, but they just need another key forward. They're screaming out for one who can win the ball and get his 12 to 15 possessions a game and kick well, on average one and a half to two goals per week. Sam Edmund rounds out our quartet. You've got an important brief this morning. Hello to you, Sam. G'day, Jared. Great to be with you. Good morning. And a couple of Hawthorne legends as well. We're in a steam company today. You're right. Deck chairs on the Titanic is the the phrase or the analogy that comes to mind. So the night of carnage entailed this. Latham Vandermeer, a high-grade hamstring. He's got a history here as well. So we're talking months here for Latham Vandermeer. Cody Waitman, a collarbone, but you'd take that before a shoulder. So a few weeks for him, nevertheless, an important player, a serious injury. And then Tim O'Brien, who'd Made a real impression, I thought, with a calf. So, again, that's out with, for several weeks. Ryan Gardner was hobbling around a bit too. Lockie Hunter, we know, still taking time out. They'll get Marcus Bontempelli back, Alex Keith, Tim English back next week for Collingwood. And what an enormous game this is. There is a massive difference between what would be three and six as opposed to what would be four and five. So mm. was Bont legitimately just rested? Sore. Sore. Sore, Sore so everywhere, I think. Yeah, so that's, that's the... the yep. Uh, the total sum of all the little niggles that he's felt 
exactly. for the first seven it, weeks. I think that you'd say if it was a qualifying final, week one of, the, of a She's big month, he plays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Lou, so what of the dogs scenario uh, across the season and then having viewed them firsthand last night? Um, I don't, I've always been looking looking at the dogs. You look at last year and, and they, they didn't finish one or two. They, they had their holes last, last year, and especially when they lost Bruce, it, it took them a long time to try and find a different game style um, to, to finish off. And yes, they, they got to the grand final. So they, they beat Essendon in a wet day down at Tasmania. They beat the Lions, which the Lions probably, in my opinion, watching the game, and I, I was there, um, the Lions probably should have beaten the Doggies last year in that final, but they didn't kick straight and it hurt them, and then they smacked Port Adelaide. I, I almost reckon we've given them too much credit, because if you look at the, the depth below, as soon as you take out a couple senior players, um, that depth below, that they really need to, to start looking at the, uh, the next the next bottom six that they can come in, because as we saw last night, as soon as they, they lose a couple key people, they, they really drop away, and, and it's not ball movement. They, it, when they needed last night, they had no one who wanted to stand up. You, you looked around the ground, and they were, yes, they had no rotations, and they looked out in their feet, but there was no one who was putting their hand up, sort of saying, doing a bond, say, come with me, I'll jump on my back, and I'll, I'll carry, carry you through that. Um, they, they looked Young like they Smith got even was good. Young Smith had a go, but it was, it was just a bridge too far for him. It, that, that, that's probably one. That, that's one that I can sort of look up. He kicked that beautiful goal in the last quarter where he took a couple on. But then you also look around and who was the next person? I'm, I'm trying to sit there and think, who else took the game on or tried to create? They had the ball movement in the back half. They they didn't want to be create creative in the last quarter. They kept going down the line to where Port had their spare numbers. And yes, they had so many inside 50s. But if you keep going down the, the same line to where Port had got their men, you're not going to go, you're not going to go past them. They hey. needed to switch. They needed to have a bit of run off the half-back line, open the fat side of the game up just to try and create a few scoring options. Hodgie, that, that when they made the ball sizzle around the stoppage, you know, bang, 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 handballs to somebody who was clear, had balance, had space, had time, and then could deliver. Have teams nutted that out? Have teams taken that away from them? I, I think so, because what, what's their plan B? Um, I'm, I'm sitting there going, if, if they get it on their terms and they can and they can zip through and they do look very good and they get down to Norton, who one-on-one would be so hard to, to defend because he's athletic, he has two or three leads. But as soon as they get held up, you can't really see uh, uh, the next move because they don't have enough tools to play a long-down-the-line contested style of football. They, they always try that perfect play and, and it looks like teams have, have figured it out to, to shut them down. So do you think, are they a team, Dermot, that could grimly hold the fort for the next period of time and then try to mass the troops for a late run Rally. at it? Or, mm. or just, they don't, there's not much across the first eight weeks where you could go, okay, that that performance, that's the Bulldogs that we could transpose into yeah. September. They haven't been that team this year. No, and they got knocked off by Adelaide as well, remember, on, on, on a ground that they should always, you know, win at, you know, 75% of the time. Um, what worries me is they're a three and five team now. Um, I can see them being a four and seven team at the halfway mark. And I'm going to use numbers to back up numbers. Nine out of ten times, what you are at the halfway mark is what you are at the end. And that's a that's a that's an eight and and uh, and. 14. <laughs> 14. <laughs> I was almost went for 12 then, thinking the 20-game season. Um, 
That's an interesting story in itself, the 20-game <laughs> season. I got offered a bonus once for reaching 22 games in a 20-game season. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker born every minute. Good, good morning to Peter Hudson. Um, anyway, so look, they were uh, – I look at that and think eight's probably – the team they're putting out there is probably where they're at. That will be a big fall if that – It's a huge fall. But teams have done that before and come up the third year again. Melbourne – prove that. Now, they had two years in so-called hiatus, but we've seen that happen frequently. Teams take a full season to re-establish themselves. Contestant Mark's another big issue last night, wasn't it? Todd Marshall, four. Jeremy Finlayson, three. You referenced the Adelaide game where they took intercept marks at will. So, yeah. obviously, O'Brien goes down last night. Keith comes back. They just need another key back. I just look at Griffin Logan, Fremantle. Do they go in for another established key back just to shore up that defence? Well, they've got some on the sidelines. They got they got Alex Keefe as an intercept marker. And somewhere along the line, they said, you know what? We can't afford to have him floating freewheeling and taking intercept marks. We need him as a lockdown backman. So they, they probably need a lockdown backman. Is that Cordy? If, if our project boy... Jamari Eugle Hagen can can come up to speed. Does does Cordy spend the rest of his career back then as a lockdown, whether it be on the number one big fella and you have the intercept defender come over, or is he the third tall defender? Um, they've got some issues, and it's personnel based. It's it's personnel based on what is not there, I believe. That was that was the damning thing last night. Is there was no way I looked at that game and thought. Port Adelaide are going to tear them apart by contested marks. They haven't won contested marks yeah. any game this year, especially with Dixon out. It almost looked like Port have changed their game style because they've been too scared to kick it long down the line because Dixon's not there. And Georgiatis and Marshall um, and Finlayson are those of his kind career. of players. Yeah, that was the they best game of, of his players. career, Marshall, last <laughs> but, night. I thought that was his best game, Hodgie. Exactly right. But that, they, they just, as soon as they took one or two, all of a sudden you could sort of see the poor players going, hang on, yeah. we can actually kick it down to them. It was almost like mid-game, they changed their mm. mindset and said, let's give them a chance. And they continued to reward the mids for, for backing them. Mm. I, I reckon there'd be, there would have been some choice words in the box when Sam Powell Pepper marked that ball on his chest amidst two. Admittedly, one of them was Caleb Daniel. Um, but there would have been some choice. Oh, you, yeah. just, you just cannot let a player... Mark a sky ball on his chest when there's two opposing backman defenders in the goal square with him. And then there was the other moment where Dumont looked like Wayne, it made him oh. look like Wayne Carey. So that there yeah. are these moments in that game which are so exposing. Yeah, yeah. Their ability to defend one on one, which is uh, once again another whole new subject. Are we. Are we reaching the tipping point of where players play so much team defence that when asked to play one-on-one in a battle of a one-on-one, it's a little foreign to them and we're almost reticent to trust Backman in one-on-one situations. 100%. If you go and watch teams, and if the smart teams with patience can pick their way through zones, and if you watch their midfield, midfielders don't want to pick up a man anymore, and then that filters through to your team defence, I'm playing in front, someone's going to come over the back. You always rely on someone who's in front, behind, left or right of you to cover you if you can't quite get there. But once teams start to pick their way through and hit targets, you need to go and get that extra step closer to your man and almost be accountable for the person in your area. But time and time again, there's so many midfields and, and defenders in today's game that just don't want to do it because they haven't had to do it for the last seven years because that's how the game's gone. Yeah. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? 
Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.